Welcome to Uplifting Humans, where we honor, empower, educate, and inspire the listener. I'm Solyndron Buller, your host. And today, of course, uh, Matilda and I, we will be uh, discussing fires of relationships and purpose. Most people long for a loving, healthy, and long-lasting relationship. And isn't that why so many couples actually get married? So that they can plan for a long-term committed relationship with a person that they fell in love with. But what actually happens if they fall out of love? Then what happens? With no way to predict the future, no roadmap for the inevitable challenges along the way, how do couples remain true to the purpose of their relationship and not run at the first sign of trouble? And this is what we'll be discussing today. Matilda? <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Matilda, the host of Coffee with Matilda, a journey to self. And Sandra, I think, um, Salindra, I'm sorry. I feel like we have a very um, important, we're talking from, for a very important topic because um, lots of people don't even choose a purpose and they just go into a um, a relationship thinking that you know they just want to have fun and enjoy life I mean that's kind of can be a purpose as well but if you don't declare a purpose for yourself at first and then with the person that you're with lots of problems can come up with for example some women are looking for a husband they meet a guy they fall in love and the guy doesn't even want to be married at that moment that's right. and then um, they prolong a relationship for two years. At the end, he walks away. And the girl is heartbroken, saying, oh, my God, I wanted to marry him, but he didn't want to marry. But he told you from the beginning what his purpose is. Or you guys didn't declare to each other what is the reason you guys want to be in this relationship. So I think it's important um, we come back to the first episode that we started that we really need to understand ourselves. We really need to do the self-mastery first to understand at that period of time what we're looking for. If you're looking for just having fun, then okay, we need to share that idea to the other person as well. So make sure that maybe he doesn't want to just be with someone that wants to have fun. Maybe he wants to, you know, form a family. So I think that honesty and transparency is very important for both sides to have a healthy relationship, to start a healthy relationship. Yeah, yeah. And I totally agree, you know, and there is cultural differences, as everyone is probably out there listening to this particular episode. There's a lot of cultural differences, depending on what part of the world you've come from, and what the belief systems were that were instilled. You know, there is a belief system out there that I know culturally is, uh, is, you know, um, is something that people turn to. And that is that we are assigned we are assigned to one another in a relationship. So in other words, prior to us taking this life form, prior to us actually having been born, we are already coupled up with someone. Yeah. So we're already assigned to someone. And the assignment that we're given is to have the maximum opportunity and maximum soul growth in this life on earth. And um, 
So when an individual goes in uh, and has that belief system, which is cultural, they're quite open to and accepting that, okay, this is what was written for me. And out of this relationship will, will come some beautiful, you know, rose that will bloom. And so, again, um, you do have to look at the fact that relationships are really are, are like a hospital or a lab uh, for the spirit, for the spirit, because they're hospitals for the soul, um, places where, you know, all of us, you, me, and everyone that is walking the face of the earth has gone through some form of childhood trauma or uh, childhood uh, situations which we haven't been able to let go of, whether they're limiting beliefs that someone has instilled in us. And so the most beautiful thing is that it is the closest relationships the closest relationships that we have, that uh, these, these wounds of the soul are brought back to light. They're brought back from the depths of who you are. And um, because that is the only way that they can be healed. They can only be healed when you truly have a relationship which is so, um, so intimate, so close, that all of a sudden, um, the individual that you're, that either you have gone ahead and assigned yourself to, or the universe has gone ahead and assigned you to, is going to bring those wounds back up from childhood and say, take a look at this. Now take a look at this. And so for some people, they turn around and they become very, very, um, um, they become re-traumatized, let's say, let's, you know, or they'll wake up and they'll be like, oh my God, I didn't think I was going to marry this person. My God, I'm, I'm married to this person that I thought I'd never marry. And so what's happening is it's giving an opportunity for you, A, to bring those wounds to surface, look at them as an adult now, and really go dig deep what did those things actually mean to you? And it could have been just a situation where, you know, who knows, as a child, maybe you didn't get the, the, the hug that you really needed and wanted at that time. Or it could have been that maybe it was a situation of not having enough materially, or you got the backhand when you didn't expect to get the backhand for something, right? So I like to think of a relationship to be so sacred, so sacred that, you know, um, some of the greatest masters say, you know, do not go into a relationship thinking, you know, you complete me. I'm coming into this relationship because I want you to complete me. No, what you're actually saying is that you're incomplete. No, 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 no. You want to go into a relationship and show your completeness. You want to show your completeness. You don't want to go in and look for someone else to complete you because you are not broken. You are already complete. So relationships are such a beautiful part of, of nature. 
such a beautiful and natural um, process of life where you get to go ahead and have the maximum opportunity for your soul to actually grow in this lifetime. Does it get better than that? <laughs> I love it too, uh, Sadhindra, but I think I was never thinking this way, maybe mm. recent three years or four years I've been thinking this way. Before that, I mean, I don't know. I wasn't like, okay, the relationship ends. Okay, I have to find someone else or maybe a little bit recover and then find something else for fun and then some find the real one. I don't know. Yeah. I think people need to realize or maybe they have to be in a space to realize relationships are beautiful. Even if they hurt you, there's something in you that needs to be healed. That's why they're pointing out. They're kind of navigating you they're giving you guidance for your soul so you can realize what part needs some work to be done. <laughs> but you need to be open to that. You need to realize whoever comes to you, they come with a gift to teach you something, to guide you through life. And if it's not the right person for your, the one, but maybe they're the right person to give you to the next, to take you to the next step in life. That's right. And there's, and there are, there's, there's key elements that I think that, you know, the listeners really need to zero in on. And there's a couple of questions that I think that, you know, um, I'll throw out there. And then, you know, you can touch on those questions yourself, because I know that you, you know, you have much to uh, relay. I mean, I have been in a relationship uh, for the last 36 years. Uh, I've been <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't so, look like it, Salindra. <laughs> you know, we are we are complete different uh, spectrums, and it's and it's beautiful because this gives an opportunity for both of us to give our reflections on key elements of you know what is the purpose of having a purpose in your relationship, right? Um, yes. So, so key things that you know, one can ask uh, to actually articulate the purpose of their relationship or romantic relationship, okay? One is, what made you fall in love with your partner? What made you fall in love with your partner? Out of all the people you could have fallen in love with, why was it this person? Okay, that's one. Number two, why are you and your partner together? Why are you and your partner together? In other words, why do you want to be in this type of a relationship with him or her? Okay. And the last one is, what is your idea of a healthy and loving relationship? And has it changed since you and your partner first met? Yeah. So those are key questions that really will shed some light on if you hadn't asked these questions as to what is the purpose? What is the purpose? Because you know, when the going gets tough, that's when the growth is going to take place when the going gets tough. And that's where you have to come together and okay, you're good with this and I'm good with this. So let's come together, collaborate and let's get this done. Right? So I'm, I'm using that as an example for a financial difficulty. Uh, I know that recently you had issues with your immigration. I mean, how did you maneuver that one? You came together rather than 
start fighting with one another and say, I told you so, and you should have done this. Yeah, right? The fight will start too. <laughs> but, will fight and but I think it's very true um, because the purpose is very important. I think at one point um, as a woman, I wasn't like this all the time. It's, it's the recent years. Um, I knew what I want. I knew who I am and what I want. I didn't, um, you know, maybe I met lots of interesting people in New York, but for me, it was like, I'm done with just dating around and having fun. I had those. I enjoyed it. It was a beautiful time. But now I have a different purpose. My purpose is to find a life partner and maybe uh, have a family with him. So my intention was very different than three or four years ago. Um, that's why I was hunting for a husband. I wasn't hunting for a boyfriend. <laughs> so my criteria was very different as well. Um, if I was looking for a boyfriend, for me, or a fun guy that would take me here, take me there, would be very exciting. But as a husband, okay, that's not even something important that I'm gonna look at. There are different elements that comes for the priority. Um, so I think that was the one element that it was important that I wanted to mention. For my partner as well, he was looking for a wife. He wasn't looking for a girlfriend. So our outcome is the same. The outcome that we want is the same. Now we have differences. Yes. With this quarantine, the differences became more vivid. <laughs> and there was a point that we want to kill each other. But because we knew that this is, we're together for a long term, we're together to create a family, then it's our best interest to find a solution. Now, let's sit and communicate with each other, find a way that we can communicate and find a solution for it. So I think it's important when you know what is the purpose of it, then you, know, you can find ways to solve the problems. Yes, and it's together, but it's together. You know, there are many, many people, and I'm sure that you know this, there are many, many people out there and they'll say, well, what can I get? How can I get uh, what I want? Mm -hmm. uh, they're fixated on themselves and it's like I want this and this and this and this and this and so when they're fixated on what can I get and how can I get what I want when you're fixated in that way um, and it's all about me but you want a good relationship with someone else <laughs> it doesn't work okay. that way it doesn't work that way right it might work for a love affair yeah. But if you're looking for a long term, if I'm not giving him what he needs, what he wants, what he will be happy, I mean, I cannot force him to give me what I want. Then I one day he will be like, you know, khalas, I'm out. That's right. Have a good life. So I need to keep that balance. I need to make him happy. Of course, at the meantime, I have to keep my needs uh, in check as well. Of course. I cannot just beautiful lose myself in that. But, you know, that balance is important. And I think for the other person as well, he needs to take care of his needs and he needs to care what I feel and when I'm happy. Otherwise, I cannot be this happy person in the relationship to make him happy. So, you know, it's, it's, um, uh, it's a circle. It's, it's, a not very, a, it's a simple process if you really yeah. understand it. And the simple process is this. 
that all things come from love and mm -hmm. all things desire love. They need love. Love is the food that helps you grow. Yeah. And so, and what, you know, what's not love is actually, it's a call for love. What's not love is calling for love. Okay. And so when you go ahead and you come from a place of, I'm going to put you, the individual that I have been assigned to or decided to assign myself in this relationship, if I put you in the forefront and make sure that I am doing the best that I can to be a part of your life, all of a sudden it returns tenfold anyway yeah. because it comes from love. It's when you are full of love and you give that love, you're going to get 10 times more love right back right? And the ones that are still going around and they're still walking around saying, well, how can I get what I want? What they're actually saying is, how can I get others to serve me and fill my needs? Yeah, very narcissistic point of view. That's right. And it's like, no, no, no. Say that again. Let me say that slowly for the listeners out there. If you think that you have to find somebody who can give you what you want, in this life, what you're actually saying is you're looking for someone that's going to serve you and fill your needs. Yeah. I don't know if that is the real place you want to start a relationship, mm -hmm. right? Because in a relationship, let's face it, you, yes, you, you, you fill yourself up with love. You go back to the point where you go back to the point where I am complete. Now I want you to experience me full of love, fully complete. Here I am. Well, you know what? You won't need all the things that you think you need. But I can tell you one thing. You will have maximum opportunity for maximum soul growth with that purpose. With that purpose. And, and, yeah, and yeah, yeah, and you know, the other thing that I think is really, really important is that, you know, individuals say, you know, so-and-so, you know, he, he, he just doesn't, he doesn't get it. He doesn't know how to talk. Like he's rude or he can't, he's too abrupt and he's so, you know, frank and straightforward. It's like someone's, you know, chucking a brick at me when they're upset. And what they don't recognize is that when they see something like that happening, that's a character defect. And that's a wound from childhood. Okay? That's a wound from childhood. They don't know how to express it. And so it's very quick to say, you know what? I'm out of here. I cannot handle this anymore. I cannot handle this behavior. But if you look, and this is what I do. You know, I want to share this with the audience. When I come across an individual, which, let's face it, uh, we all go through it. There are certain individuals that will rub you the wrong way. It will trigger you somehow. And it will bring up some of your own wounds. And, and what will happen is when you look at that individual with the eyes, with the eyes that this individual 
was a baby, was a child once. And when you recognize that, I swear to God, you will change what you're thinking of that person. Yeah. Because you will recognize the wounds from their childhood that made them that way. And you will have compassion towards them. That's right. Instead of judging them. That's right. So it's very, very important. And that's another tool for our audience, for our listeners out there, is look with the eyes. Look with the eyes at the individual as a child. Because as big as they are, as old as they are, as irritating as they are, as obnoxious and hard as they are, they were once, they were once baby. someone's baby. Cute babies. <laughs> also, Salindran, uh, I mean, this helped me, maybe if I share it will help some people as well mm-hmm. I always worried about oh I don't want to be in this relationship or I was kind of afraid of serious relationships because I was I didn't want to be vulnerable but once I realized this in me that okay I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna perform or I'm gonna just be who I am the best way that I can and and also, I will try to be very close to my soul, to my, to real Matilda. And whatever happens there, I know I'm gonna I'm gonna learn. And that will even if this relationship doesn't go anywhere, and even if I get hurt and heartbroken and all this sadness, maybe my soul needs it for my next step in life. So I think that when I started thinking that way, I had the courage to give myself the allowance that it's okay to be in a relationship that you feel vulnerable and it's okay to continue it. And it's okay to be free and open to possibilities because before that, maybe I would always cut. I'm like, Oh, he doesn't have this or uh, I cannot do this for him. That will be too much for him. He will get this and that. And I would always calculate, am I putting in more or am I, is he putting in more than me? Then that's a good sign. But once I felt that I have the courage to go in mm-hmm. and experience whatever it has to come. But the goal for me is I need to be very true to who I am and true to my needs and communicate that clearly to him as well. And whatever comes out of it, it will be an experience for my next step. Good, bad is the right thing for me at this moment. And that really helped me to be in this relationship. And I mean, I've experienced lots of ups and downs right now with him. But I'm here because I know I'm going to get a lot of lessons from it, even if it doesn't work out. That's right. And And that's that's the purpose of my relationship as well. Because I feel like people come to your life to teach you something. And you have to, you have to be wise enough to, you know, to take these lessons in. That's right. Otherwise, it will be a waste of time. And, and that is very, very close to the many, 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 many cultures that actually believe that we're assigned a partner before we take this life here on earth. Why? Because... We need to gain the maximum soul growth and opportunity in this lifetime to chisel away and get through 
and refine ourselves. And, you know, touching upon one of the comments that you made about, you know, um, not knowing if this individual is the right person and maybe this is what I was supposed to or destined to go through and learn from and experience. Well, let me, let me shed uh, some light on, 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 a, on a topic, which I think is really, really overlooked by many, many people, okay? Anything that is coming through as a true desire, as a true desire from your heart, anything that is coming as a true desire from your heart and is in the highest, highest good for you in your life, this actually happened already. It's already happened. The reason you're truly desiring it from the heart, it's actually already happened in some dimension across time and space, at some point, at a soul level. Let me repeat that, okay? Anything that is coming through as a true heartfelt desire and is in the highest good for you in your life, this has actually happened already. It's already happened across time and space at some point at the soul level. It's actually already done. It's already happened. You've already already lived it and experienced it. So, you know the old saying, what you desire the most desires you even more. So, what is that? Uh, now it becomes complicated, very philosophical. <laughs> But Salinger, can you explain what is, how would I know that I really desire from heart? I mean, how would I know which one is from heart desire, which one is not from heart desire? Because I desire lots of things. You example. desire lots of things. And, uh, and uh, when you're looking at something which is a heartfelt desire, you can just simply ask, is this a heartfelt desire or is this an egoic desire and i'll tell you something the first answer that comes to you within the first three seconds you'll know you'll know i have to practice that yes <laughs> and that's a beautiful beautiful mechanism to live by and um you know a lot of people in not just relationships in everything they'll say you know I have this niggling that just won't go away. I've always wanted to do this. I don't know, over and over again. You know, 10 years later, here I am still trying to do this one thing. That there was something that you were supposed to do. That was your calling. That was your calling. And what happened is that you had so many forks in the road because you took the first wrong fork. It ended up with multiple wrong forks. But at the same time, it will take you back to where you're supposed to be. Because what belongs to you in this lifetime, no one can take away. That's interesting. You know, I always, um, I mean, I don't know, it happened. I guess it happened. Yeah, it's happening. I always wanted to leave. Um, in Paris at least a year in my life and it happened and I'm in a relationship with a French person it's kind of interesting 
uh, how life. Now that I'm thinking, it's beyond. I wanted. That's why it happened. It's beyond you. It's beyond. Well, maybe I should have. It goes that. back to the assignment. <laughs> It goes back to your assignment in this life with another person. The assignment in this life with another person, whether you think it was you, whether you think it was the friend who introduced you, whether you think it was from prior to birth, the heavens decided, okay? <laughs> it's maximum opportunity for maximum soul growth right here right now and the only way that you're going to have that growth is when you have a relationship which is so intimate and so close mm -hmm. they are the only ones that can then teach you and reflect back light on all those wounds from childhood from ancestry because some of the things that you cannot explain why you do what you do is in your ancestry. And, and even though you try so hard, I wish I wasn't this way or that way, or why is this particular pattern repeating, repeating, repeating? How can I get rid of it? Recognize it as an ancestral pattern that needs to stop. Right there, right now. <laughs> and it's in the recognition of it. And each generation that comes forward, each generation that comes forward tries to right all the wrongs. Each generation tries to better something. And what will happen is there's certain traits, certain traits, you know, that will repeat. And, um, and if you're successful in having the right partner with the right purpose, then you can definitely have the maximum opportunity for the maximum soul growth and maybe go ahead and get rid of something which has been running in your lineage. Because if you can stop it, not only do you stop it, Matilda, you stop it seven generations back and seven generations forward that wow. will never repeat now imagine if you were an alcoholic now imagine if you were your family had alcoholism or imagine if you had uh you know uh substance abuse or imagine if every individual that has ever lived that you knew of all went through bad relationships and all of a sudden Matilda took it on in this lifetime. She was the one who showed up and said, I'm assigned, enough, enough. Enough, <laughs> enough. I'm assigned this person. And this person is going to help me to clean the lineage of this particular thing. Interesting. So sacred. So sacred. And remember that, you know, as much as you think it's your desire, you know what? It's already happened. It's beyond you. It's beyond you already. Nice. So on that note, um, I hope that today's episode was, was uh, you know, 
able to help individuals look at their life and look at their relationships uh, from a point of uh, that the relationships are a laboratory of the spirit and that each of us come here with our wounds from many, many generations or from this lifetime and our partners, our partners, the ones that we create a purpose with, will help us bring them up and then heal them together. So on that note, I'm Solyndra Buller, your host of Uplifting Humans, where we honor, empower, educate, and inspire the listeners. And I want to close it with, you know, I hope the listeners will be inspired to to go back to their relationships and look at their relationships, even whatever, really, even your friendships as well. Look at that, that everyone that you're encountering right now, they're there to teach you something. Then you will have a compassion towards them because they're there giving you services. They're teaching you something that you have to learn in this lifetime. And that even, the, even if you have some troubles and problems with this person, maybe the way that you're going to handle it will teach you for your next steps in life. And I think that can give you a very loving um, glasses to put on in your eyes and just look at life in that way. And Salindra, I'm not going to lie, today I was a little bit, um, you know, not depressed, but like moody. <laughs> I get moody sometimes, but today was one of the days. And I was um, kind of questioning my reasons that I'm staying here. I was like, I miss home. And I want to be in New York to be my, or, or go to LA to see my family. And I was questioning why I'm here and what am I doing with him? <laughs> um, but you know, now, you know, this, this conversation gave me a better joy to go and, you know, um, to look at the differences we're facing with each other with a different uh, perspective. Yes. Because. Yes. You know, if love is there and the goal is the same, then it's just a matter of how you want to solve a problem together. So that's, you come up with a solution. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and how beautiful is that, that we would have this beautiful episode. So, you know, again, it, we think that we created this episode. We decided what this particular episode was going to be about and how it was going to come. No, it isn't us. If we can step back and allow for something much greater than us to guide us, to show us, then we have the ability, we have the ability to see beyond what you ever imagined. Far, far beyond. So. Till next time, I guess. <laughs> next week <laughs> all right okay well thank you so much listeners and we look forward to our next episode <laughs>